You're listening to the Slow Ride podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Slow Ride and on Twitter at Slow Ride Pod. Hello and welcome to episode 395 of the Silver Ride Podcast. This is Tim in lovely Minneapolis, Minnesota. Hey, this is Matt in lovely Minneapolis, Minnesota. And this is Spencer. And you guys, what are you both doing in lovely Minneapolis, Minnesota? This is not normal. I think this is the time of the podcast to say, hey, little guy, how's it going? Mm-hmm. Haven't seen you in a while. It's been a while, yeah. Yeah. But I saw you yesterday. So yeah, I know. It's been that long. But anyways, a little awkward conversation, but I just stumbled upon this lovely house in South Minneapolis, and I thought, uh-huh. let's do a podcast. Yeah. Just walking in porches, trying to see where he can find some recording equipment. What's wild about it is that it's actually a green room that little guy records in. I've never noticed this before. You guys are cool. in the green room. Yes, I mean, we are surrounded by lilac bushes right outside it's, the window, so yes. They look um, so I was, uh, I was doing some running in the neighborhood um, today because I'm getting ready for Schwam again, Spencer. Um, did some scouting. Okay, uh, um, pro tip, Schwam again yeah. is a bike race, not a run. Oh, race. okay. Well, I might have to get back to the drawing board, but I got to tell you, oh. I am ready to rumble for the, uh, the big mountain bike race. Uh, it's lovely here in Minneapolis. We miss having you here. But it is the week before the Tour de France, which also means the week before our annual American Flyers episode, Sunday Stroll. Uh, So I think things are looking up. Yeah, lots lots to be proud about America in the last couple of days. It's really, uh, I'm ready to party. I'm really, really ready to celebrate. Ready to celebrate, yeah. Yeah, not being sarcastic at all. Well, this this episode will drop, and then our traditional... uh, july 4th episode of sunday stroll a um, yeah. a review of american flyers the greatest film on earth we'll discuss it in the episode you'll have to listen that'll be the next time you hear from us after this episode which is exciting so i would say that this is i mean how do i say it this is the tour de france preview slash national championship recap slash everything that's cool about bicycle riding week okay. of the slow ride podcast yeah so you're up there visiting little guy, obviously getting the team back together, getting the band right. back together. Um, you guys have probably put in some big miles by now. If I know you guys and historically when you get together, you know, you love to do that old Afton ride. Um, yep. How many, how many miles have you guys been putting in? We put in zero, zero this week, but I did look and I got a report back to you, Spencer. Uh huh. Okay. The VW, the VW van is alive and well. Okay. It's got good. a new, um, got a new uh, coolant container. Oh, that's good. So the the van is looking good. Yeah. It misses its previous owner, but the team van is looking good, and you I know, think uh, we're ready to take on the world. I, I, it warms my heart to hear that. I, it was a sad day to let it go, but I'm glad it went to a, a good new home there uh, with little guy, and I have replaced it with a different van, an older model van, but. Um, you know, pretty much the same exact van. So, um, you know, now everyone's happy. So 
Mine turned on today. Well, so you know. Yeah. Mine's in my garage so, now, though, for the first time in several oh, years. that's cool. That's cool. So we, yeah, you know, we're ready to rumble. We're ready to uh, get the show on the road. I, okay. Spencer, it is always a pleasant surprise to come back here to Minneapolis and see the sheer amount of bicycles out on the road. Yeah. Um, it's, it's always awesome to see. I have seen a fair amount of e-bikes. I've seen a fair amount of cargo bikes. But what I have seen more than I have ever seen before Mm-hmm. was bikes with sidecars. So bicycles with welded sidecars. I've seen three out on the road. So yeah. basically it will be like a like a three-wheeled bike, but it's it's not like a trike. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's clearly a bicycle that then has welded on uh-huh. kind of like a, a sidecar to the um, passenger side. I don't okay. know if this is a trend. I don't know if it's a rail bike uh, measurement. Could be. I don't know what it is, but it Could is just pretty be an amazing. On-road, off-road kind of, or sorry, excuse me, on-rail, off-rail kind of rail bike. Um, you know, kind of like the railroad trucks that they have to do maintenance, where they they drive to the level crossing and then they lower down the little rail car wheels and then they start driving along the tracks. Um, something Very, like that. I, it could be. Anyways, it has been fun to see. That is what I have been noticing. Do you think there's more e-bikes here than in? Florida? Hands down. Hands There's down. more e-bikes in this city than the entire state of Florida combined. So um, the one thing I've noticed on e-bikes is in Minneapolis, you see a lot of e-bikes, you see a lot of cargo bikes. You see a lot of e-bikes on the Greenway. If I did Greenway sightings hashtag ever again on Twitter, I would say e-bike, e-bike, e-bike all the time. Uh-huh. Two weeks ago when I rode the Gateway Trail, which is St. Paul to Stillwater, so the other, the other city of these twin cities, we didn't see a single e-bike, which was weird. I've become so accustomed to being passed by mm-hmm. by 50% e-bikes, like when mm-hmm. I'm riding in the cargo bike with Tom Boone and Tom Boonin. And then I went on, you know, 15 miles of trail and didn't see a single e-bike. So it's a very, like, Minneapolis side of the tracks thing around here, it seems. I mean, I've seen e-bikes in St. Paul, but just uh, different, different. Well, they are stuck in the, they are a little bit behind. Minneapolis so you know now Spencer how has the western Massachusetts riding been going for yourself in the prep of the Tour de France uh well I'm not exactly prepping for the Tour de France I would say um but it's been going well it's been going I would say as expected um it would be going to plan you could say um and, uh, you know, the, the riding out here is, it's been beautiful. It's been beautiful weather. So, um, yeah, really no excuses, uh, for anyone who is out here not to be riding. Um, we got beautiful roads, rolling no countryside, Okay. great gravel climbs. I think it was um, <laughs> he said no excuses. No excuses no, at all. No. Uh, so I know, uh, Jeremy Powers was out the other day. I know doing pre-riding his, um, okay. fundo that's coming up out here that, uh, it's always one of the highlights of, of my summer, so uh, that that I'm looking up? forward to. Not yet, not yet, but oh, okay, um, okay, okay, okay. that will be probably maybe my big prep for uh, Schwam again. I'm going to see if I can connect uh, with my coach from the previous go at Schwam again title, which I won um, by default. Um, uh, connect with my coach, Ellen Noble, uh, who is back out here, so we'll see if I can get some pro tips uh now crush you guys yet again 
see, I've been training at the national championships um, in my couch, um, watching okay. uh, dubious internet feeds to see what's going on. Uh, hang on, hang on. Dubious internet feeds. Now, I've been led to believe that the national championships of the United States were behind a paywall. They were. Yes. A too expensive paywall. Did anybody too- watch it? Cause I, I watched it on I, the old Twitch. Ah, all right. And ah. Uh, Optum Health's Kyle Murphy takes the win on the men's side, and then Emma Langley of Education First takes the uh, victory on the women's side. Both mm-hmm. in Knoxville. Amazing town, Knoxville. Do you know who lives in Knoxville? Greg Lamond. Johnny. Oh. Johnny yeah, yeah. Does Johnny Knoxville live in Knoxville? Probably not. Probably. Um, do, 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 they do, should do. really call him Hollywood Knoxville. That sellout. So I had a... Um, I was inspired, I would say, even uh, by, by Tim Ooh. on this very podcast uh, because he likes to come and bring kind of a game show aspect uh, to the Slow Ride podcast. Uh, oh, yes. He's been uh-huh. known to bring this. A, and, um, a big game last time. Be, yeah. Right. I know he's going to be traveling, probably off his game, maybe a little jet lagged, you know, maybe mm-hmm. too tired from all the riding uh, with little guy. Um, Definitely but, the latter. Yeah. I was inspired by this U.S. National uh, Pro Men's Road Race uh, results list to okay. bring a little game show. Let's do it. To the Slow Ride podcast. And uh, oh. I'm going to need you guys to put away the results if you have them. They need to yeah, be say, out Tim of sight. Put down the phone, currently scrolling the results. I have not even looked I, at the yep, results. Not looking so, at them. Yep. Uh, let's, let's make that screen. Oh, sorry, sorry. Let's make that screen yeah, dark so, sorry. Okay. It won't really start. help. Um, okay, yeah. It'll help a little bit. So, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't have Okay. That Spencer, I'm ready. Yeah. Tim's in a so, what I've got is a series of names for you. Yep. And you're going to have to tell me if they are a top 10 finisher in the u.s road men's national championships or if they are a field player for newcastle united fc (laughs) and i am pandering heavily to uk corner uh with this one so hopefully we've got that's a heavy pander yeah Yeah. Yeah. that's for the people in the midlands okay i like it yeah uh so i think we'll try and start you out easy here magnus sheffield that is an American yeah. in the road national championships. I concur. I've heard that. Name. Okay. All right. Good. You guys are you guys are both on uh, correct, and this was an easy you know softball to get you yes. get the feel of the game here. That's so, right. So uh, we'll start you at one one to one. Good job, guys. Uh, next one up, we have Finn Gullickson. Oh, Finn Oof. Gullickson. I'm gonna say that that is a. He's like a defender for Newcastle United. I'm going to say 26th place at the American Nationals today. Well, that won't put him in the top 10. Are you sure you want to go 26th place? Oh, yeah. You wanted me to guess the top 10. That doesn't sound like a top 10 name, even if he is a bike rider. So I want to go with defender. Finn Gullickson finished 8th place in the U.S. Men's (laughs) National Championship. I like this game already. This is amazing. (laughs) This is um, good. I hope all the listeners at home and the UK corner are really enjoying this one. I'm sorry. They should be. They should be. Um, next up, we have uh, Callum Wilson. Callum Wilson. That's got to be a new. That's got to be a Newcastle United player. I think these are all going to be top ten. That's the joke. I think that's the joke. They he, got. They got six. He is a real gunner. They got, yeah, they look got at Spencer. Six. Callum 
Wilson, uh, a forward from England uh, uh, nice. for yeah. Newcastle right. United FC. Right. So we're tied game. Tied game. We're 2-2. We're two, yep. Two. yep. Very good. Kent Ross. Kent Ross. Oh, that is definitely an American because of Ross Bicycles. He's the heir to the the Ross Bicycle family fortune based out of South Carolina. Um, yes, definitely definitely that guy. I'll go the opposite. Uh, forward or I don't know anything about football. So they, okay. they kick the ball. They kick the ball. Uh, they do not kick the ball. Kent Ross finished sixth in the top 10 oh, at the U.S. National six. Championships for the men. Oh. Oh. Tim's up 3-2. 3-2. Wow. Those to... gold Rosses really paid off. That's right. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you're keeping track, Tim, because I've already yeah. lost yeah. a plot here. Syrian Clark. Oh, that's Syrian. a bike racer. That's a bike racer. I don't know what place they got. That's no, that's not a bike racer. That's, bike that's racer. Newcastle FC's uh, legendary goalie. Okay. All right. Locking that one in, Tim. Yeah, just locking it in. Okay, well, he is on Newcastle United FC. <laughs> He's a defender, unfortunately. Ah, well, you know, I'm up four two. Yep, yep. Um, I'm still winning. No we're getting, like we're, 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 we're uh, rolling we're this sc- one in towards the end here. So are we uh, scraping at the bottom of the barrel here? <laughs> we're gonna there go with uh, at least ten. <laughs> Sean Quinn, or maybe Scene Quinn. I'm not sure. Oh, this is a bike. Sure. It's a bike racer because I, I just for, want to guarantee that I beat him. So I will go team. with little guy here. He rides for a team. For sure. This is Sean Quinn's seventh place for EF Education First. There you go. Wow. He's even on the World Tour team. That's a team. Yeah. I knew that was a name yeah. I'd heard before. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Wow. That's tough. We are a very uh, and, Northern yeah. European uh, nation of bike racers. One, very diverse sport here in this country. One final one for you to close this out. Um, what was the score right now, Tim? Are you guys it's, all tied? It's uh, four to the old uh, super rookie. Okay. All right. Well, maybe this one's worth two points then. Double points on the final Double round. Double points. All right. I'm going to pick whatever little guy picks. It's Keegan Swerble. Keegan, Keegan Swerble. Ooh. I'm going to say Newcastle United. Keegan Swerble. Man, that's a tough one. He probably got like second place. Yeah. yeah. I only know Keegan Swenson. I don't even know who Keegan Swenson rides for now. My brain's all muddled. I'm going to say Newcastle as well. Why not? Both incorrect. Ah, Keegan Swerble, tenth place, human powered health, uh, teammate of the winner, Kyle Murphy. Spencer, that was an amazing game, just to show us how deep the uh, U.S. racing scene is. Um, Now, little guy, you would say deep with uh, with UK UK genetic bloodline. (laughs) Well, we were we were in the uh, green room, Spencer, and little guy was here just dismissing all of the national champions that have come across the finish line at first saying like fully dismiss, like swearing up a sturm saying that like, Oh, it's a bunch of second rate national champions because no one's there. You know, we got Mark Cavendish winning for the UK. We've got Tim Merlier winning for Belgium. Some of these reject men that are out there and on the women's side, Kim to but winning for Belgium, but you know, Balsamo won for Italy. That's cool because we expected that, but you know, little guys just out here throwing shade at all of the national champions. Filippo Zana. He's like, who is that? Is that on the, doesn't even know. I mean, I, I was a little disappointed, Spencer. I came in here and Uh just discrediting everything. So here's my theory, not discrediting everybody, but if you do look through (laughs) 
on the men's side, a lot of the riders that will be in our Tour de France preview, patented uh-huh. Tour de France preview that's coming up in just moments, didn't show up to the national championship because they are deathly afraid they're going to get COVID and they won't get to ride the Tour de France. So I would say the the fields are a little light. You didn't have Vanderpool there. You didn't have like Philippe at the French one. You know, like oh, I think he's got some other problems. Well, no, but these are all guys who are coming so, to so, for uh, the Tour de France. So Philippe's teammate Florian Sanichel is not worthy of wearing the tricolors. <laughs> so Quick Step's going to have two national champions and a world champion in the Tour de France team, right? Because Cav is going to the Tour. Is that they're going to they're going to milk that one to the last possible second? You know they because he's got to win one more stage, right? That's it. Yeah, I mean that's that's the deal. So yeah, if they don't send him. It doesn't make any sense from a marketing perspective, but they probably won't. Mark itting perspective. I like it. Okay, speak more, little guy. You got a future of this. Um. <laughs> Spencer, were you surprised by any of the national champions come across the finish line first? Uh, I mean, there's always surprises, right? Um, some of the ones you expect to see winning, uh, winning, which is great. Some of the some of the more exciting races, you know, Tim Berlier winning Belgium, that's great. Mark Cavendish winning uh, for for England is is. I don't know if it's a surprise. I mean, from the break though, it was kind of surprising in the way he. He's just, yeah, but he's continuing this swan song, two seasons now that he's just having of like, just being a likable bike racer that you want to see. Like, it makes you happy when he succeeds, right? Like, he does well, and and it's a conflicting sort of feeling that you have because. Oh, don't don't fall for it. He's going to convince you who he is the entire time. When he throws his bike at his mechanic in stage like 15 of the Tour de France and doesn't take any of the blame himself. Possibly, possibly. But, um, you know, he he came out right after, uh, basically, um, I think he was asked about uh, tying the old Merckx record in the the old Jolly Roger, whatever they call it, uh, of England. You know, the jersey with the flag. Union Jack. Ah, Jolly Roger. That's the one. That's the one. That's the bunch of, bunch of pirates. <laughs> so, Spencer, bigger question. Mm-hmm. Are you personally okay with the French national champion not being on Cofidis? You know, and are you concerned about what Quickstep does to the, the jersey? Because we know it's in good hands when Cofidis wins it. And we yeah, assume, assume yeah. that it would be in decent hands with total energy. I am concerned about Quickstep and what what they do with it. You know, you're right to be concerned. It is a legitimate concern to have. Um, Kofidis is a, is a known quantity. I think quick step should do the right thing. Um, they, they tend to do the right thing when they have the Belgian Jersey. Um, they know, they know what that means. Um, I would like to believe that they will bring this to the French Jersey as well. Um, and that, uh, the colors will, uh, you know, outweigh any contractual obligation to sponsors as it should. Yeah. Fair enough. I was just curious. Are you ready for the Tour de France, little guy? Ready as I'm going to be. I think as we enter into our patented Tour de France preview, Uh the best way to do it is to go to our old friends, the number one fantasy cycling game on the internet, Roller Derby. That's Roller, R-O-U, 
L-E-U-R Derby.com, spell it the way a cyclist would, to put your internet reputation on the line mm-hmm. with some bets. So I think we just get started with um, some, let's do some quick and easy ones. Okay. Which American will finish best at the Tour de France? We have Sepp Cuss, uh-huh. Brandon McNulty, or new U.S. cycling heartthrob, Movistar standout, Matteo Jorgensen. So who do you think is going to be positioning the best? And listeners, you can play That's along our, Those are only absent. Paulus isn't riding the Tour? I do not believe EF? so. Okay. I'm going to go with Jorgensen all the way because he's on that team and on a team of uh, cell phones, and he has no other responsibilities because they're going to drop the ball pretty early with <laughs> Moss and Valverde. So. so you don't you don't think Sepp Kuss is going to be able to ride the coattails of the amazing team that he's got to a high place finish? He's too far down the pecking order at uh, Jumbo Bisma, a uh, little known software company. Um, he's, he's got he's got two leaders to work for. Okay, Jorgensen's mm-hmm. going to. Jorgensen did well at the Dauphine too, right? He did, or was it Swiss? One of the two. He finished yeah. right in the in the meaty part of the yeah. the the top fifteen, where Spencer would would say uh, good things are expected. So okay, and uh, Spencer, who do you have? I just want to correct little guy. Where Spencer has proven year after year. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot all yeah. the data. Yeah. I was looking at. Um, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to hands down go uh, Jorgensen. Um, I think so too. So he's got the, the best odds too, three to one. He's got oh, the yeah. best odds. Uh, he's got the best chance. And he, like little guy says, he's got <laughs> movie star is a headless beast. He's got no one to ride for. He's just gonna he's gonna be the anonymous guy that you're like, oh wait, who's sitting a movie star guy in the move? Who's this guy saving movie star from relegation? Oh, yeah. it's the American well, Matteo Jorgensen. It'd be a pretty great move if he gets in a break on a early mediumish mountain day takes a little time and uh can sneak himself into like a ninth place on gc or something at, at exactly Paris. just like that would be a huge result and let's go let's go a little bit easier one start a little bit hot let's go real softball will a rider withdraw from the tour de france for covid related reasons <laughs> yes well we have a covid related does it does it have um, to be after the – is this only asking after the race starts? After the race starts. Like, the race must start. Because I bet there will be a team that won't even get to start all their riders. Like I bet there will be a team that will run run through some alternates and run out. No, they'll have the alternates. I, I think everyone will start. they got to yes keep the alternates no. healthy too. Though. Yeah. That's yeah, what I'm saying. You know, separate. They're in quarantine. They're in, they're in a travel lodge. Um, they, wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, here's the thing. I went heavy on this one, and of course I went heavy on no, and there will be no withdrawals wow. due to COVID because these teams are dialed. These teams are ready for the tour. They're in the zone. They know how to do the Tour de France. They know if there's an adverse analytical finding that there is a stomach bug that keeps yeah. their riders out of the race, and that will be the reasoning there will be no COVID. So Whether or not point. it's true uh, is You're a saying that they are... They're going to lie. They're medical mystery. Yeah, yeah. They're definitely going to lie. That's a good point, Spencer. Uh, Stomach bug will keep anyone out of the tour. I, I, I would guarantee that all day. Um, COVID, they will not admit to until later. We had even a little bit of that at, at Switzerland as riders were dropping with COVID. You had a few teams being like, oh, so-and-so had a, a little stomach problem this morning. And you're like, 15 riders dropped out with COVID. Your <laughs> guy just has a stomach bug? Like, come on. Yeah. 
just say it like like but it's, i guess they're working on like the the press officer has to train too like everyone's yeah yeah train. that's what i'm saying they are dialed for the tour they're in top form um it's just going to come out before they even think about it and they're gonna have to continue to say it afterwards so <laughs> it's like a reflex oops Oh, yeah, stomach bug. That's what it Sometimes was. Someone's not here, stomach bug. They had a little fever overnight and they just couldn't continue. Exactly. Oh, what do you mean, bags DPO? <laughs> what? <laughs> so uh, next up, uh, you know, let's let's ramp it up a little bit. Okay. All right. Will Wild Van Art win more stages than Matthew Vanderpool? Oh my. So, so God. who will win more, Matthew Vanderpool or oh. Wout Van Art? This is a crusher. Oh boy. This is a tough one. Yeah. You got three. I think you got three options here. Yes, no, or it's tie. Oh, God. Tied is an option? Let me see. Tie is not an option. So it's either yes or no that Wout Van Aert will win more stages than Matthew Vanderpool. I'm going to say no. I think Matthew Vanderpool is going to absolutely destroy him. Read the question one more time exactly as it's stated. Will Wout Van Aert win more Tour de France stages okay. than Matthew so Vanderpool. So if it's a tie, Matthew Vanderpool wins this wager. Yes. Okay. All right. This is important information to have. Yes. I I think Wout stages, actually. Really? Yeah. Oh, well. That's why you're in last place in this game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The recent recent evidence of them in the Grand Tours together. But... Gosh, I don't know. He's got work to do, and Vanderpool has nothing to do except mess around and go in the moves. Yeah, I have a feeling um, Vanderpool is going to come out hot, win a win a couple of handful of stages um, earlyish on. But I mean, I think he'll finish the tour this year, uh, but I don't think he will be visible for the last uh, half of the race. I'd say, whereas Wout, you know, could could conceivably win another mountain stage um can certainly contend in tts and things like that so um i think i'm gonna tip i'm gonna tip it towards wout uh based on just the the three weeks uh that just the time the runway that he's got to do it so all right the hard thing is that wout's really there he wants to win the green jersey is the talk which could mean he wins three stages and the green jersey but could also mean he gets he gets a bunch of high placings, but doesn't mm-hmm. win a stage. Like he could finish second to Jakobsen and, and, and I, all those guys. Whereas Vanderpool could get in some weird, weird, hilly end of stage thing with a couple yeah. of GC guys and just dust them in the sprint. You know. So, all right. I mean, it's clearly going to be Matthew Vanderpool who either wins more or ties Wout Van Aert. But keep playing. Okay. Um, we got a okay. couple more like uh, kind of sideshow bets before you get into the big question. So. Will a French rider win a Tour de France stage on Bastille Day? Do we have any uh, data on when the last time this has actually happened? Wasn't uh, it David Montcuntier in like 2008 or so? That was the last one? I, I think so, I gentlemen. Have, I, do, I will admit, I do not know what that stage looks like. I feel like they make that stage much too difficult. Like <laughs> They they make the stage very French, but that does bad things for the French riders. Yeah, I'm gonna look. This up. is this one goes Man. few and far between. I do not think it's gonna happen. Um, the you know they're gonna be relying on like Bardet. They don't have a good sprinter. I mean, Bardet. They got a pretty good sprinter. Who's their sprinter? 
Demar. Florian, Florian, San, San, Is Demar gonna be there though? I mean, he's a good French sprinter. I, I assume he's. Gonna I don't be know. There. He just rode the. He rode the Giro. Honestly, I haven't looked, so I, don't quote me on that. Wait, what day is Bastille then? Fourteenth or thirteenth? July fourteenth. Fourteenth, right? Okay. Oh no, Bracon to Alpe d'Huez. No, no Frenchman's gonna. That yeah, could be Bardet. It could be a Pinot. Yeah, that's true. You know. Ooh. Good point. Pete. What is that? Is that is that Richard Veronk's no. music? <laughs> oh my goodness! Here he is. Very good point, you guys. Pino is not there for GC. He's there for stages. That's gotta be like a hundred circles in his little French notebook about that. <laughs> what you think he's just yeah. carrying around a wow. French colored moleskin? Just like ho ho ho. Let me write my notes down. Ho oh. <laughs> ho. Little guy, you just completely changed my opinion on this. I think Thibaut Pino is a shoe in for stage whatever on july 14th wow. steel day all right absolute guaranteed money send yeah, it to the bank all it's right the third it's the third mountain stage in a row too so the, break the breakaway will, day will go all right well perfect you heard it here first yeah. you sound like you're hedging your bets the way that spencer did on uh, uh during the Giro with um the australian it's like oh this guy's gonna win the Giro, and then uh he did and Spencer yeah. just looked amazing, so it was good. Um, all right, another throwaway, the classic. Um, now, in the past, we've done the uh, will there be a livestock or dog-related crash. Now, Luke, <laughs> the sidewalk bookie of roller derbies, mixed it up this year. Will a rider collide with a motorcycle at the Tour de France? This seems to happen about every three years or so, I would say. Um from the uh, the famous like just slamming into the back of uh, of the motorcycle there in the mountaintops. Uh, with yeah, the, or like a ma- or motorcycle takes them out. Yeah. Yeah, that's that happens too. I think it's less likely. Um, I think we're about due. I think we're about yeah. due. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it could go either way. I'll go with you, what you're saying. Too. That's so why not? Yeah, that's I think we're due. I'm, I'm going for it. All right, let's get really? into the. Uh, Let's go into the, the big ones, right? Let's go into who's going to show, who's going to win. And then finally, the last one, um, we'll, we'll go to kind of answer both of them. But who is going to show at the Tour de France? So who's going to be on the podium come Paris? Um, and the race starts right. in five days' time on July 1st. So who is going to be the champion second and third of the Tour de France? Well, you got to put Froome up there. I mean, the form looks good. Oh, sorry, you guys. I hit play on a 2017. Yeah, yeah, you're looking at 2017. I'm sorry. Um, so <laughs> here are some of the favorites. Let me let me go through. So we've got all the way down at near the bottom, kind of you know the the throwaways. Uh, Your big payoffs. Na- Nairo Quintana at 50 to one. Rigoberto Uran and Caruso both at 35 to one. David Gadu, Pino, Jake Hag. Then you get to the real ones. This is, we'll get to the real ones. Esteban Chavez, 15 to 1. Roman okay. Bardet, 12 to 1. Enrique Moss, 10 to 1. 10 to 1. Wow. Adam Yates, 10 to 1. Ben O'Connor. Alexander Vlasov, both at 7 to 1. Mm-hmm. Garrett Thomas, Daniel Martinez at 5 to 1. And then your top three. Pogacar at one to ten, <laughs> Primo Roglic five to four, and then Jonas Vingard three two. 
So who do you got? Who are your podium? Caruso wasn't on there. He was. He's he was, he's just he very deep. He's a he's in the little guy section of this uh, odds list of thirty five to one. Yeah, I think Hager Caruso, one of those Bahrain guys, is going to make the podium. Wow, heard it here first, folks. Um, little guy, big Bahrain <laughs> fan, fan, really into sports washing. Uh, what about you, Spencer? What do you got? Well, I got my roller derby pulled up here, and I just threw an extra ten. Actually, my first 10 on Caruso, just based on little guy's advice right now. Probably going to regret that. Where did he um, finish at uh, Zalfino? He's like fourth or something, you know? He's like... Yeah, it's a like little a too minute, high. He's peaking, like a, peaking a little early. Like a off, though. You know, I don't know. Uh, I've got smart money on, uh, on Daniel Martinez, Garrett Thomas, because one of them has got to make the podium. Ineos has to make the podium. Yeah. Uh, I don't know which one it's going to be, so I put my money. I spread it across both. Um, no, and, uh, I'm actually, I mean, obviously like Primo's Pogacar, they're, they're going to be there. Like that's throwaway bets. I'm not, I'm not placing my, you don't, you don't, that, you don't so. place those. You don't place those in the show bet. That's like the win right, bet where right. you can get the bonus. Like you gotta, so who's I'm, getting second I, or third. I find, yeah. I find the sweet spot to be, yeah, that kind of, uh, seven to one odds, 10 to one odds somewhere in there. And, uh, on my screen currently seven to one. Alexander Vlasov uh, looking very good, like a very strong bet yeah. to me uh, with yeah. Bora Hansgrove. So that's where I'm putting my money. You're not going O'Connor? I might put a five or a faith, uh, but I'm not sure going heavy. Be so I got, I have three um, riders. I have Moss, naturally, <laughs> Moby Star. Yeah. Star needs them. Mo- oh, I'm, yeah, I'm not giving up on my boys in blue. Movistar is looking good out there. Uh, they got to stay up a level. And you know they got the good doctor. They have 40 years of professional racing medical advice on that team. Uh-huh. Enrique Moss is going to be the one. Um, I've got okay. Ben O'Connor. And then I have little known rider at 50 to 1 to end up on the podium. These odds are too good to pass up. Little known Colombian rider, if you will. Nairo Quintana. Man, there's no way. There's no chance. Hope <laughs> springs eternal in the Twin Cities. You know what's the better choice from Arkea is Barguil. But he'll just win a stage. No. Nairo. Nairo's looking good. There you have it. Let's go into uh, who is going to win the Tour de France. Who is going to uh-huh. win the Tour de France? And, um, Oof. Man, I'm, I'm a little – I just don't know. I'm glad they're going to race because I have no idea. This one it's, is the easiest bet sketchy. I have ever made in my money. You're very confident, really? aren't you, that Pogacar is going to win? It's 100% Pogacar. Are you kidding? I just, I just can't say 100%. Have you ever heard of something called Anderlas? <laughs> yeah, we're very, <laughs> we're very heavy on the insinuations the last few um, Pogacar is going to win. He's going to win by minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to be... A, I'm going to call it right now. It's going to be a 3 out of 10 Tour de France from Tim three weeks from now when no, we're rated. Like, I, it is not going to be an exciting Tour de France. I mean, I... Everyone I, should just stop watching. I agree. Yeah. I mean, also, he has the same director as, 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 oh. as a certain Cobra had. Is that Miguel Indurain out there? Is this another boring Tour de France with a with a robotic machine that can destroy everybody on the... Look, Pogacar's fun. Congratulations for being such a supremely talented athlete, but... <laughs> oh, damn. He's not like it's. Yeah. He's gonna destroy everybody. 
I just I don't think I think Jumbo's got a good a good shot to to give him a run for his money this year. Yeah, With, I, uh, does, does Peacock pay you money to say things like this so I more wish. people will watch? No, I mean Peacock. Just today, I got the just this morning, I got the the PayPal notification that they sucked another five whatever <laughs> out of my account. So no, they don't. <laughs> I just, uh-huh. I literally just paid for this tour that I'm gonna watch. So no, I'm All sorry right. to say. I gotta say, uh, Pogue looks to be unstoppable. I think Tim has a a pretty strong um, pile of data there to to pull from. Uh, the problem that Pogue has, and it, it's obvious, is that Roglic is you know on his. They're pretty much one for one. It could, it could go either way. I think Pogue's a little better, obviously. Maybe not obviously, um, but I think the team behind him. I think uh, Wout and Vingard and Cus are, and the re- the rest of Jumbo, uh, Jumbo Visma. And Visma is a, a small Norwegian um, software company. If you weren't aware, um, I think there's just so much firepower there, and I think they are gonna pull the old bait and switch. They're gonna get Pogue watching Roglic like a hawk, and they're just gonna actually ride for Vingard. I think that if it's not Pogacar, it will be Vingard. And if my money is on Vingard, because the odds are a lot better. <laughs> are you not afraid of the time trials, though? Like, but, but like, there's like 60 kilometers of time trials. No, the robots are really good time trials. You think he's yeah, but Spencer just said it's gonna be Vingard. That's gonna be their really leader. Good time trials. Yeah, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. I don't think they should be afraid of Pogue either. I think he's beatable. I mean, the Cobra eventually fell. Same, same director, man. The Cobra was amazing, though. Yeah, well. <laughs> so who does, who does uh, he has Pogacar, and then he has Micah. Mm-hmm. Who else is on the team for the tour? On the, on the, uh, on the UAE team? Yeah. Uh, George Bennett's going to be there. McNulty uh, will probably be there right McNulty, mm-hmm. your boy Mark Soler. Um, Hershey. Hershey kisses helium kisses. Is he Hershey, still racing? Still racing. Occasionally pops up and wins a small French. Or, uh, he did just uh, enough to get a contract, race. eh? And uh, Mikkel Berg is also racing. And uh, there's a Norwegian dude on the team, Vengard Langen, who I don't know, but I'm sure he's there to ride on the flats. <laughs> yeah. So this will come out uh, with just mere hours, really, um, left to bet on roller derby. So if you're listening to this. Um, get over there and place your bets. If you're a wide angle podium donor, uh, you do get 500 bonus points to play with. Uh, it's free and fun, and you can join in. And here's my pro tip on who will win the Tour de France. Uh, you just heard who I thought will win, but who I'm betting on, I'm putting a strong fiver of faith down on Thibaut Pinot at 220 to 1 right now. <laughs> that is too good to pass up. There is a yeah. small chance there is a miracle that could happen in France. And if that miracle happens, old Spencer is going to be a happy man heading to the roller derby bank to collect. So uh, I do see Joe Dombrowski is on the start list, and he is not listed on the roller derby odds. So sorry, Joe. Um, what about your boy, Tim Menkes? Is he on the? Is he on there or is he on other? Menkes is on the team for Wanty. I was just about yeah. to say that uh, yeah, uh, unfortunately, Gourmet is not on the start list uh, for Intermarché Wanty, but... Um, let's play the game. Will Lewis Mentes finish better than 16th place at the Tour de France? 
No. I'll say he's going to finish 12th. I think he's wow. going to top 10. Top 10. Taco Vanderhorn, is he going to win a stage? Yeah, let's do it. Why not? I'll say, yeah. Yeah, I want to see that smile. Yeah. I buy it. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, I think right. we want, for sure. We want that. Wanty, again, is, you're like you're saying, a super strong team. Your boy for the top 10. Chris stops there for, for the sprints. Taco Vanderhorn for all the breaks. Uh, and uh, everyone's uh, second favorite, third favorite cross racer, Quinton Hermans. There for all the intermediate stages. You mean the Belgian? Oh, that's Tim earlier. Sorry. Tim earlier. Yeah, Qu- I thought. I thought for a no, second he was. You got confused because yeah. Herman Quinton is going to be Matthew Vanderpool's teammate next year. So. Yeah, well, I mean, what a wonderful race! Can't wait for the Tour de France. But you know who I don't see on the start list, and we gotta we gotta find out if he's there, because we gotta give him a call. Mm-hmm. We do. The man, the myth, the legend, Michael Matthews in this week's pre I'm Ellen Noble, and you're listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. All right, guys, here we are in the pre Let's give a major shout-out to all of the folks that joined and helped support the Wide Angle Podium Network by going to wideanglepodium.com and subscribing and becoming a supporter of the network. So thanks to all those that donated and become a member. You got your very own beanie. Uh, go check out the wideanglepodium.com to find out the bevy of shows, including the award-winning CX Hairs Radio and Criterium Nation, um, which gave some very in-depth coverage on all of the bike racing that's been happening around the country in both Tulsa and beyond. And of course, our good friends over at Nowhere Fast who are just riding away in the metaverse. And before you know it, <laughs> they will be e-national champions. Yep. It is, it is that time. Uh, it is the, your, your one chance, maybe some say your only chance, uh, to support uh, these shows and the network and independent uh, cycling media uh, as a whole, as we know. Um, it is evaporating quickly, so uh, we would love it um, if you could uh, show your support during this donor drive. We're looking for 50 members, 50 new members. That's not a huge number. That's attainable, but we are not there. <laughs> we are not there yet. Um, so we are really counting on a few folks to step up and um, and support. So get yourself a beanie. Uh, get yourself some extra roller derby points and uh, uh, check out um, all the rest of the shows on the network, wideanglepodium.com slash donate. Let's get back to the show. What up? This is Tom Skoyinch, and you're listening to this low ride. All right, guys, here we are in the old Slow Ride Podcast mailbag. You can always email us at the slowridepodcast at gmail.com where all of your emails are gratefully received. We also have our DMs open on Twitter at the Slow Ride Pod. And little guy, will we soon have our Instagram account back? Uh, word uh, on the internet is that we might. Oh, that is fantastic. Really? That is that doesn't seem possible. 
it's are you are you possible. are you messing? We're working on it. I I'm I'm not messing. Uh, that's the word. I won't I won't say anything until it's it's fully come now, come true here. But there's a chance that. Well, pretty soon we'll have it, and uh, we'll give a shout-out to a friend of the pod, uh, Colby, in uh, the west coast of Canada, who shared a Instagram video with myself. We, he would have shared it with the Slow Ride Pod, which when we would have been able to re-gram, if you will. But it was of a side-by-side rail bike. Oh, yeah. Now, little guy, you have huh. shown me rail bikes that you have a bike on one set one side of the tracks and then a stabilizer on the other side this was a side by side almost like a catamaran mm-hmm. and in the middle they like stored all their bags and and yeah. and goodies um when are you going to step up your rail bike game um because i would love to 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 ride with you across the country okay um we'd have to do some not active train tracks but i think we could yes, do this yes yeah, the, I saw this video. It's very cool. I, I, I think it might be easier to get it to work than the, the weird thing I'm trying to hack back together yeah. occasionally. And yeah, you got all that storage in the middle for your stuff because you can kind of, the, the bars that hold you both on the tracks, you can kind of in the middle put all your bags and yeah. your, uh, your, your dogs and stuff because you got to have a dog if you're doing that. That's right. Now, Spencer, you are a... Um, a a uh, veteran of the tracks, if you will. You spent some mm. times out there um, conducting trains, pumping coal into the, into the old coal trains. Yeah. Okay. Spencer right. worked in the um, smokehouse. A little yeah. known fact, Spencer's, Spencer's 97 years old. Because <laughs> my grandpa is 95. Spencer, would, you, on a, would you ride a rail bike, bike with us? Do you have any I... interest in being on a rail bike? So... Be honest here. Don't maybe. hurt little guy's feelings. Just tell the truth. No, maybe. The problem that I have is I don't really want to be in the middle of nowhere. I want these tracks to go somewhere. So we need to find some dead tracks that, like, go somewhere interesting. Like, So St. Louis is like up. Like some, 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 you know, dystopian, uh, you know, city where there's, like, decrepit train tracks that still run through town. St. Louis is back in. Yeah, St. Louis is back in. Boom, boom, boom. St. Louis, kick you while you're down. (laughs) Well, I got got a little bit of line in St. Paul that I've talked about. It's not not really post-apocalyptic. Let me ask a more honest question. If if we're riding down a train track, Spencer and I, you, we're all on the train tracks, and we're we're coming around the bend. Uh Uh-huh. And we see that light in a distance coming at us. We just get off. <laughs> is it easy to remove a bike from the rail bike? The rail bike from the, the tracks? Cause like, I don't want the train to take out the rail bike, and then we're stuck there. You just, you just, I, I mean, don't I, think you can fix that bike. No. I think yeah. you just don't, you don't ride on active tracks. It's but, not hard I to mean, know. sometimes, how do you know? Because there there's a lot of abandoned tracks, and you can find lists. Okay. Do you just like, put your ear down to the train tracks yeah, and see if it's vibrating? I mean, the, yeah. good, the good thing and the bad thing for, for our country, <laughs> the fact that you, just, gonna, just one you can't thing? take a train anywhere, is that there was once a lot of yeah. trains, and now there's very few. <laughs> All right. I feel like this has the meme potential, meme potential, where um, you've got a little guy at the, at this rail switch, 
and we've got like me and Tim laying on the tracks on one branch yeah. and the rail bike laying on the tracks on the other branch. And yeah, uh, I'm not sure there. which way he's going to send that train. Yeah. 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 It's going to be pretty good. Um, all right. Next on the email list, we have the Shawamigan single speed throwdown. This one comes to us from friend of the pod, Ben Pickle. Dear Slow Ride. My ears perked up at the last few minutes of episode 393 when the conversation shifted to Shawamigan and Tim's mention of his aspirations in the single speed category. Now, you guys, I, I will tell you, I'm bringing the old single speed. Rigid. It's going to be looking good. Got my Santa Cruz looking hot. Went into the old one-on-one bike studios to get some advice. They said uh, 44.16 for my gearing. That seems a little steep for the old uh, Tim or yeah. here. It sounds pretty good. All right. Yep. Oh. I mean, maybe, maybe forty six, sixteen, might be a little better. Now, now Ben was on the podium at single speed okay. in the single speed category at uh, Unbound. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he said, "I felt it appropriate to publicly unveil my weapon of choice for taking on the single speed category in the Great North this fall." This Otso Fenner stainless steel frame was built with the specific purpose of towing the line and destroying Tim <laughs> at this fall's Shawamigan event. Jeez, that's yeah. a, that cuts a little deep. Yeah, um, there's no greater purpose for a bicycle. Since the pod has not yet come of age, you likely had missed the cliche and commonplace new bike day post. I have attached an image of my weapon of choice to the upcoming Shawamigan Mountain Bike Festival that the pickle household is currently referring to as the haze slayer. This is, this is getting awkwardly personal now. Um, the whole household says it. Yes. Um, I, I guess now I have to show up to get defeated by, uh, the haze slayer. Um, we have all been party to the amazing creativity. The pod has put forth for Craigslist postings. I'm hoping Matt and Spencer to tap into that creative genius for some alternative names for this single speed rocket that will strike fear and haunt the super rookies dreams during the months of training into Schwamigan. Love the show and continue in the amazing work. So what Ben is asking here is for, I mean, this is kind of messed up. Now I have three people to race against. Like not only do I have to beat Spencer Little guy, I actually have a decent cyclist to compete against in uh, the legend Ben Pickle. Um, he he is calling his his bike the Haze Slayer, but he is saying, "Gentlemen, I need a better name. What is the bike? What is the name of the bike that I'm going to use to beat?" See, I think Tim? I think I think he's overthinking it. The the Haze Slayer already made you uncomfortable and already got you yeah. got you worked up. So I think he he might you already hit on it, but. Um, Tim, think about this though too. We're probably racing many more people that we know. They just haven't come out of the woodwork yet. They're all in secret training. We're gonna show up there. And we're gonna know 50, 60 people, and they're all gonna see us and want to beat us. They're all gonna be like those dummies. And they're, I gotta beat they're all gonna be able to. That it's gonna. It's... <laughs> yeah, right, right. Now, now as you guys are thinking of your names at Shawamigan, we have said that we are gonna have a live show. We've said that. Um, I, we do not have a venue, so I'm thinking the driveway <laughs> of my uncle's are you, house. Are you thinking that? Okay, okay yeah. Um, maybe, uh, maybe we can uh, uh, put some speakers on top of the van. Yeah. I, think I mean, this was great. your idea, little guy. Like, I'm yeah, thinking, well, like, no, it's a I good mean, idea. Like, I know it was my idea. You framed it oh, like wait, it was wait. your idea. Yeah, Live no. show from the van? Okay. I was, we, well, I think, we'll, like, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about this. Yeah. No. I, I think maybe in the, the driveway. If, I, we, obviously, if we can get a couple people there. We haven't run this past your uncle. 
He'll be he'll be gay. <laughs> But I, I got to talk to him before he listens to the pod. But yeah. One, there's a grand tradition of, I don't know if this is, Spencer, tell me if this works in Western Mass. Tim, tell me if this happens in Florida. But Midwesterners love to open the garage, just pull up a couple folding chairs and hang out in the garage and just sit there in the shade and the cool of the garage yes. on a hot summer day. And I think kind of the same. The theme song plays, the garage door opens, and we're sitting there in, four, in the, a couple folding chairs. You know? And then yes. we do the show. Yeah. I like it already. And, and yeah, people just walk up, bike up, drive up uh, with their own folding chairs and just do it in the, we do it in the so, driveway. So, yeah. So, now that we've had a chance to talk about this, Spencer, <laughs> do you have a name for Pickle's bike? I do. I do. And I think it's one that will strike fear to the heart of Tim. And what's great about this is it will strike fear in no one else's heart. You won't have to worry about offending oh, God. I already know children or citizens or anything else. Um, it's going to be about ketchup. It's going to watch. Watch. I can tell on his face. He's got that smirk. It's absolutely. I think the name should just be ketchup. Oh, God. Um, you could even go one further and call it the Heinz 57 special. Oh, 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 oh. If he puts like ketchup on his jersey, I, I'm not going to want to be anywhere near him. Actually, that would be enough for me to beat him. I think if you get red water bottles uh, with oh. white tops, um, oh, God. anything ketchup-related, Tim has an irrational and hilarious fear of ketchup, um, which I think you can use to your advantage very, very well uh, during yes. the Schwamigan event. Well, the best is if he has a jersey that's just red and it says ketchup, and it's both freaks Tim out to look at and Tim also it's constantly telling I mean, Tim to I'm sure, try to get on his wheel and now, Tim won't be able to. Pickle's a big yeah. fan of Primal Wear. I'm sure Primal Wear's got a, a Heinz 57 ketchup jersey. Probably. Seems like right up their alley. A water bottle yeah. that looks like a ketchup thing and it just squirts that little bit of ketchup water. Oh out. god. Dude, come on, man. <laughs> like, like you <sighs> Yeah. You know it's what's the worst part it's about a, having kids? Is one of them really likes ketchup? Really like ketchup. Oh, and it's just like <laughs> dipping apples oh, in it, oh, and then just like, oh, that is bad. That it's is the worst. Bad. <laughs> wow, ketchup. What do you got, Logan? You got anything? No, I don't have anything. I, certainly nothing that good. That was right yeah. the money, Spencer. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, I look forward to. Uh, yeah, we do all we can. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see what we can do. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, that amazing uh, start. Um, corral we're not going to be in the back corral so no, no excuses yeah. this time around all right yeah that's good i mean we're not in the pro it, section either it's a good advantage to have a bike uh that you can name to strike fear in the hearts because i'm not going to have that you know like that advantage over tim i'm just going to have to get in his head like i'm going to have to do kind of a psychological warfare um situation you know where i could tell him he's riding well you know and he'll just start double like he'll start being like wait wait why is why is he saying i'm riding well what's going on you know, and I told me Do we know he's going? He's riding as smooth as his uh, as his Saturn wagon back in the day when he was driving oh, us to races. The Saturn and, uh, wagon. Speaking of which, Spencer, I did see you shared with me. I missed out mm -hmm. on a Saturn wagon auction. Mm -hmm. yeah. I could have brought the team the team car back. Yeah, they're getting few and far between. Those are really worst thing about that car was the uh, the bike rack situation. When it, when it lifted up off the top and put a nice scratch oh, in it, yeah, the yeah. bikes flew off because we didn't sear it down enough. We need a better bike rack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that's true. Was that in... No, that was in Spencer's car where the other... The 
the trunk rack the first time we went to the track. Yeah, yeah, we've nearly, had several yeah, bike nearly, rack failures. We are bike rack experts. Nearly, uh, nearly caused my um, borrowed bike to uh, now, land on the highway. So, yeah, Spencer, what what mountain bike are you going to be racing at Schwamigan? Well, um, I'm going to have to uh, obviously pull out the big guns for this one, so I'm going to be riding Redacted. And uh, Ooh, I think that's it's a great be brand. A really good that's choice a, yeah. for the event. Uh, that's you know really going to ride well, and uh, I think it'll be perfect uh, Tim Slayer and mm-hmm. Little Guy Slayer as well. I like what they've been putting together. Redacted's a great brand. Yeah, good carbon layups on those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Little Guy, what are you going to be riding? Well, as I, I said before, I'll either ride my goofy Schwamigan bike from 2018, or I'll ride better option technically that i've been offered but you know yeah i want you to ride the uh the 2018 maybe you can really keep it together this time um i did just get a new tire for that bike so now I'm you know i feel like it deserves a real shot like because that bike when too, it was right? working it was fast i will give you that yeah. <laughs> but it didn't work very well no you're right i mean I had only ridden it for the first time the night before. I put it together. <laughs> I'd never uh-huh. ridden it. I brought it up there. We hit some trails the night before, and I was very nervous going over to the trails the night before that that bike would be terrible. Yeah. And I was, like, in for five to six hours of misery. Yeah. And I was still in for five or six hours of misery, however long it took us to finish, Spencer, because I got, what, four flats, five flats? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you're right. I didn't give the bike a proper shakedown, really. So. Yeah. It's had a couple years. Unfortunately, what it's had in a couple years has no maintenance. So it's mm. maybe shaken so, in the opposite direction. So I, don't, well, I might have to try to replicate that before. Well, well I'm excited to embrace you guys. We got a new review over on the old podcast review forum. And uh, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. But we love reviews. We got a five-star review here. Wit. Wisdom and Tim. Huh. And this one is a five star review from Deep Brook. How Tim, Matt, and Spencer continue to be compelling after nearly 400 episodes baffles me. But wow, do they deliver. Observation plus irreverence creates a fantastic li- listening experience. I finish each ex- episode more entertained and less knowledgeable than I started. <laughs> and am better off for both of these outcomes. Fantastic. Now, wit, wisdom, and Tim. Like, is one of you wisdom and one's wit, and then I'm the Tim? Or is that like... That's, that is what it's Or about. is it like wit, wisdom, those are great. Tim is also on the podium of awesome. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb and say that little guy might be wisdom. Kind of hurts me to say a little bit. But I'll he's not wit. Either. He's not wit. Well, <laughs> I mean, I'm fine with either, really. I mean, I like that. I like that. Our we have to squabble over one of us gets to be wisdom and one of us gets to be wit. I mean, what, whatever. It could be worse things to be called. We could be called Tim. Yeah, that's. True. I mean, nobody's arguing over that one. There's a fair amount. Like, it's been a while since we've had a good run of reviews. Um, so we could definitely use some more. But did we read this uh, five star review from the Cup of Zen, the Dungeons and Dragons of cycling podcasts? A great cycling sure. podcast that has more corners than a dodecahedron and the only cycling podcast <laughs> that is able to keep the interest of my 12-year-old daughter. Well, that's impressive. That's very... That's, yeah, like, yeah, that, that's worth five stars right there. Yeah. yeah. That's um, wow. That's good. 
We yeah. really haven't Keep peppered saying. in enough dad jokes to, to make a 12-year-old like, like sleep out of the room. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not this one again. Spencer. Yeah. You were telling me earlier today, I did not know about this, but that there is like an America's Next Top Model show for Jumbo Visma that they're putting together. Yes, I have not seen the show itself, but there is a reality TV style show going on to find the next mechanic for Jumbo Visma, um, which sounds incredible. I do not know uh, if Tyra Banks is involved. I do not know um, if Miss J is involved. Right. I don't know, um, you know, the specifics around it, but I am sure it's going to be incredible. I am sure they're going to need to smize with their eyes, smile with their eyes um, Mm -hmm. to really get the emotion across. Um, You know, when you're trying to hand a bottle out of a moving car to a Tour de France racer, you need to be able to convey your emotions and your feelings and what you're trying to say maybe sometimes just with your eyes, with a look, with a glance. So um, I'm excited to see where this one goes. I I just lo- I love that cycling's weird enough and maybe popular enough in Europe to, to have something like this. And I hope it's uh, available to stream somewhere in the U.S. or on some shady uh, internet uh, connection somewhere because I, I'd say, guys, I'm willing to risk a virus on the old computer to, uh, to watch yeah. that. I'm with you. I want to watch it. Yeah. I don't know. And like, again, what, like, I, I'm not a mechanic. No. So I'm here to not really learn, but just to like whatever would get me closer to the team. Right. The guy like, like, is it like, are they, like, does he have to be a mechanic? Can he be a bag man? You know, can like, like, what's the, what's the goal? Um, I, I just like, I think, boy, I think Jumbo Visma would be the coolest team to be a mechanic for though. Because then, well, because in the winter, you can sharpen skates for the speed skating team. That's true. You get to work, yeah. you work on Wild's, Wild's Cross Bike. Like there's, yeah. There's full, yeah. A full season like the, Like, it, you know, this yeah, is not just some to, summer internship. You're going to have to learn how to wax skis, though. Yeah. Do they Which have cross-country a, skiers, too? A lot of bike shops, yeah. you know, uh, do that over the winter. <laughs> they so. do that already. Yeah. I just really, I think a bunch a bunch of newbie, newbie pro mechanics getting handed four to five bikes and saying you got to have these all clean and ready by the morning and then you got some pros come in and yelling at them that's going to be hilarious to watch there could be some good hidden camera like but what are the challenges that you think the mechanic is going to be mm-hmm. facing to be the next well, jumbo visma like, like what are the challenges it. yeah it's not yeah. going to be like change this tire who can do it the fastest it's going to be something like far lean out more the, entertaining like like lean out the car and you've yeah. got to fix the derailleur but i think it will be like it will be it will be like not just change a tire. It will be here are forty seven Durace wheels. They all need to have tires on them so, in three hours. See, I would expect yeah. this competition to be done yeah, by yeah, like yeah. a team that has a uh, like no budget that is like just looking to further like free labor. <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah. like this is this seems like in the wheelhouse of I don't know, like um bike exchange. You know, like, oh well we can't afford to have a mechanic. Yeah. Let's give them an unpaid internship, yeah. but we're gonna act like it's a like a challenge. It would, um, it would almost be more interesting on a second division team because no. you you'd this, really see them have do, to like they get to a point where they open a drawer and there's no chains in it and they turn around and they got to yell to the head boss hey there's no chains left and they're like 
Well, you got to build gotta, one. We got to figure something. We got a bunch of links over here from all the other chains. So, so yeah, you got to build know, a chain. You've seen like um, uh, Hell's Kitchen or something with Gordon Ramsay where he's like, okay, you're making this go. And they all have to run into the little pantry area and grab whatever food they need. And they're rushing in. And it's going to be something like that where they're like, there's no chains left. And all of a sudden you've got a GoPro attached to the front of like a cart that every mechanic is pushing and they're blasting into bike shops and just like pulling things off the shelves, dumping it in the cart and blasting out and just throwing the jumbo credit card at the cashier as they run out the door and uh, just complete chaos. And can they handle the pressure? And it's going to be great. That's a good pressure. Do you think another pressure would be that they, they hire Mark Cavendish for one episode and he's, he's yelling at them just like you broke this star nut when in reality it was like just a, a bike that needed to be recalled by um, by the bike manufacturer, like uh-huh. but, to go unnamed. Yeah, but like Cavendish is blowing a gasket. Like are they are they bringing in you know, you know David Miller? Like like who are they bringing in to throw bikes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they do need a bad cop. So is it, is there an obstacle course? Like like they get out of the car and they gotta they gotta go through the minefield of downed riders, and they like you know they're they're judging them based like like. Like, do you have this cold steel heart that you're going to go past about oh 15 downed that's, riders to get to the Jumbo Visma yeah, rider no, that's at the front? A, like, this is another great competition, like throw, Tim. This is, that's throwing, a good angle. But, yeah. like, what about this? Pile of bikes. Just a mountain of bikes. Find the Team Cervelo <laughs> bike within the pile. How fast can you dig it out, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So many good challenges. Yeah. This would be good. If this plays well over there, do you think we can get um, we can get an American version where it's just a, like a Speed Week composite team mechanic Certainly. we follow, and they've Certainly. got seven different bikes. From it's going to be us, yeah. yeah. And yeah. nothing ma- like nothing matches. Like every time a new bike rolls in, they're like, "Oh, okay, I can't." The last one was Campy. This one's Altegra Mechanical. Okay. What's well, gonna and be? Yeah. The next one's SRAM eight tap, you know, and it's it's just everything's different. Half the team's on tubulars, half's on tubeless. It's completely yeah. bonkers. And you, the little that guy, bursts bonkers. in the room with all the mechanics and is like, "You guys know the all the all the seat posts are different brands, so the torque specs are different, right?" Oh yeah. And they all look up simultaneously and say, "Torque specs." <laughs> it's gonna well, be great. That, I mean, the torque spec thing will be great because somebody will over torque something and it'll yeah. explode. But you know one thing, this is a, I'm bringing wisdom to the podcast. Yeah, one I'm thing the wit. These yeah. mechanics don't have to worry about anymore is junior rollouts, guys. Did you see that? Uh, no, they took away the so roll. good. They took they took away the junior gears. This this is a direct it's huge attack on masters racers everywhere. Yes, <laughs> yes, this is it a is a direct attack on on every 35 plus racer in America who at least knew that if they got that that little skinny junior kid onto the flats, they had a bigger gear and they could maybe get away. Yeah. But now, now there's nothing, there's no hope anymore that, that, you know, that 12 year old is going to drop you no matter what. (laughs) As, as a former USA cycling certified official, I did that for several years through cycle cross races, road races, everything. I mean, I I think you gave out a road race. It was the worst. Um, the follow car behind the road race, but Spencer, your big secret that I applaud you for was you became an official because it was the only way you were going to get paid on race day. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but 
I will say, hands down, the hardest part about being an official was not the results, not calculating anything. It was the junior rollout. It was calculating where, what it needed to be, how long, what gear they could be in, how to do it correctly. It was an absolute clown show. I could never uh, really have it dialed. And uh, I think all the officials everywhere are like cheersing that it is gone. Yeah. And one of the things that um, we did not touch on earlier when we were talking about the national championships, but I think that uh, we, we wanted to uh, mention is that uh, the women in Knoxville taking the, uh, the old knee before yes. the um, national anthem. Um, and then yeah. the men's uh, race did not have a national anthem uh, <laughs> as well in response to the, uh, the court case. A little strange. A little strange that, but... Um... Yeah, kudos to all the women that did kneel. Um, cool to see. Um, I know, I know them. At least some of the men I've got reports were uh, planning to do the same, and then they just didn't didn't do the national anthem for them, so they did not have the opportunity. USA cycling, definitely well, not. <laughs> here we are once again, but slipping out the back door before anything more controversial can happen. That's now, a... a lovely reminder that next week we are bringing you our annual episode, Sunday Stroll, our rewatch of American Flyers. So please go ahead. You might, at this point, you might as well just buy American Flyers because we watch it every year, as you know, over 400 episodes, at least eight episodes of Sunday Stroll mixed in. Um, Certainly. Because we're, we're eight. That's right. Um, before you know it, we'll have the Instagram account back. You can follow us on Twitter at the Slow Ride Pod. And you can always email us at the slow ride podcast at gmail.com. Um, but yeah, otherwise, you know, little guy, it's, it, thanks for hosting yeah. the podcast. Um, Spencer, it's been fantastic to see you. Anything you want to add? Uh, no, just a quick reminder about the wide angle podium donor drive still going on through the end of June. Uh, get those donations in. If you want an exclusive wide angle podium beanie, uh, it's the only way you're going to be able to get one where you're not making extras, where you're not going to be selling them or anything like that. So it should be a pretty cool item to have and a good way to support all of us here at the Slow Ride Podcast and everyone else across the network um, that you listen to and enjoy content from. So that's all from me. Awesome. And with that, this is Tim in Minneapolis. This is Matt, also in Minneapolis. And this is Spencer in Holyoke, Massachusetts, reminding you to always wave at all of your fellow cyclists. See you out on the road. The Slow Ride Podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod. episode that was amazing when that one person said that thing and then the other person totally like set them straight oh man that was great i'm gonna have to go back and listen to that again but hey since i have your attention now hello cyclocross friends new friends and old friends and soon-to-be friends my name's bill i host a, another show on the wide angle podium podcast network it's called cyclocross radio 
and we talk to the biggest stars in cyclocross and even the medium stars in cyclocross and some of the soon-to-be stars in cyclocross. We also have a panel discussion we call the Media Pit with my buddy Zach and Michael where we go over all of the new rules that might be coming out and the calendar situations and races that happen. It's a great time. It's a great conversation. We built an amazing community that we want you to be part of. So go to wideanglepodium.com, become a member there, then go to your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Cyclocross Radio. Do it. Do it now. Cyclocross friends. <laughs>